0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Watching Men. My name's Carl.
1: And I'm Mark and Carl. Mm. What has happened in the world? You had last week off because you weren't feeling too well. <laughs> and would you believe it, the one time you take time off, and dear listeners, it's usually me who ends up shirking responsibilities, the world has gone completely bonkers. We've got some up-to-date breaking news that has only just come out today. So I'm going to tease that. But even even, if you remember last show, we talked about Susie Liu, the copyright troll. Well, Carl, I know you've been dying to keep up to date with this. Her Patreon is no more. (gasps) Did she cancel it? Did she get kicked off the platform? We don't know. But all she's saying is I've been waiting to do this a long time. Anna set up her own website where you can get a VIP pass to watch someone staring at anime in a small window with the opacity turned down. (laughs) And that will cost you. No, this is a thing that, that will cost you $5 a month. Do you know how much a month she was earning off Patreon for? And I'll repeat this again. So imagine a rectangle. You're sitting in the two thirds on the left. And in the bottom right hand side, you've got about 20 minutes of anime with the opacity turned all the way down and providing reactions. How much a month do you think she earned on Patreon from that? hundred quid? £10,000 a month. <laughs> I kid you not, if you don't believe me, peeps. peep, Did I peeps? just say that? Peeps. peeps. Shoot me. Go and check out Social Blade. The amount of subscriptions that she had. So she's no more on YouTube. She's the well, We haven't seen her upload on YouTube. We don't know if that's because of the 100 copyright strikes that she's got. We we're still waiting to find on that. But no, she's left Patreon of Road accord. And as I know, this will be devastation to, uh, to many people out there. She's also left Cameo. Do you have any idea what Cameo is, Carl?
0: No, never heard of it.
1: Right. I didn't know about this. I heard Paddy McGuinness mention this on the radio the other day. Cameo is where you can pay a celebrity anything from £10 to, or I don't know, a couple of hundred pounds to say hello or leave you a brief 30-second message.
0: God, why would you want to do that?
1: Oh, go and check it out because there are some shocking shocking camera angles on there. Now, I'll give Susie Lou credit here. When she put her promo up saying, hi, guys, my name's Susie Lou. I'm a YouTuber and uh, Cameo's asked me to come onto this channel or Brilliant and stuff like that. Good camera work. I really doubt that Cameo reached out to her. But here's the here's the kick in the story. So she's she's had a bit of a kicking from uh, copyright, not cop- from people on the internet. Rightly or wrongly, that's another debate. She was asking 45 quid for a 30-second message, and then because she got quite popular, how much do you think she charged for, or wanted to charge, for a 30-second video
0: clip? Um, I don't know. I'm like, what, 80? I have no idea.
1: Put another zero on that, my friend, and you're in the right ballpark. Oh, my... did you know, I've... (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm sure there's a word for this kind of thing, <laughs> but I'm yeah, sure we'll, it's illegal we'll as well. <laughs> so
1: right now... Susie Lou is no longer on Patreon. She hasn't updated anything on YouTube. Stejo, her boyfriend, now Kyle, I haven't brought a boyfriend into this because apparently he's a copyright lawyer, but all their mail goes to the same address as their review stuff goes to, but apparently that's their legal
0: department. Hey, I don't worry about that. Most people are currently are economic experts and health experts at the moment. So Yeah, yeah but
1: Joe's a copyright lawyer, even wow. though he doesn't understand the term of That's nothing.
0: People I know on Facebook know everything about everything at the moment, so that's okay.
1: I legitimately had a friend who posted a good few conspiracy theories and he was kicked off Facebook for two weeks. But NHT Joe hasn't uploaded or updated his Twitter either. So it's all kicking off on that side of things. And rest assured, listeners, there will be more Susie Lou, Susie Lou news as it comes in. But even bigger than that, my sports, and I know we've only got half now, but this is just so exciting. As you may or may not know, Carl, this Sunday, we saw the Money in the Bank, la- the Money in the Bank match from the WWE. Asker won the Money, in the, Brief- the, the, um, the Money in the Bank match, climbed the ladder, got the case, but couldn't open it. And we're all wondering why? Why can't this person who's fought for so many hours open the briefcase? Well, Carl, major, major news released today on what we on? Tuesday, the 12th of May. It's because. Becky Lynch comes to the ring. She's known as the man, by the way, WWE raw championship. She opens, she goes, Asuka, you can't open the case. The the tension is building. She can't open the case inside. The case is the belt because she wasn't just fighting for money in the bank. She was fighting for the briefcase and the briefcase contains the raw women's champion because huge bombshell. Becky Lynch is pregnant.
0: (laughs) God, I wish I'd lost like, five minutes of my life, back.
1: <laughs> you can't say this is what happens when we take a week off. It all gets pent up, and I get a bit <laughs> excited.
0: Something gets pent up, I tell you. One Earth are you watching, sir? One Earth are you watching? Mind you, I got to say that Lucy, that Susie, Susie Lou thing. I don't know how, but you somehow managed to infect my my YouTube recommendations. Because after we chatted. Even though I've never heard of this person, she suddenly appeared in all <laughs> about three of my recommended videos, which was a bit weird. It's spooky
1: how I had something the other day. I was chatting to, oh, that's right. So, I'm quick aside. I've got this app on my phone that you scan a receipt and you get points for, and it's sponsored by Kantar, Kantar Marketing Technology. And I've noticed that my YouTube feed seems to correlate with my shopping list because I went to <laughs> Morrison's to go and buy some sausages, heck sausages, 97% meat, yum, yum. And would you believe it? The first video on YouTube was an advert for heck sausages. Tell me I'm not going mad.
0: I, I can't because I know you are, because I know you. So,
1: <laughs> Well, there we are. Right, you wanted half hour show. That's a 15 minutes of the day. So... <laughs> It's all. I'm seriously. I, I don't do rumors and gossip, but the whole Susie Lou thing is—it's become an addiction now. It's like the first thing I do is I wake up and I'm checking Twitter.
0: It's your own little soap opera going on.
1: It is, and it's like I'm just waiting. It's like oh, it's. And also, if you go to SusieLu.co.uk, you can't view anything unless you turn an ad blocker off. And when you do, my word, it reminds me of the GeoCities days. <laughs> and for. The only thing that's missing is an animated GIF of Jesus dancing.
0: Oh god, yes. Happy day, happy days. Or were they? I don't know. Mind you, it could be me soon, because I'm I'm looking at setting up a, a YouTube, a live streaming thing. I'm just looking into it at the moment. So uh
1: I can't wait to set up my own reaction channel. I'm gonna do a I'm gonna have a YouTube channel that it's going to be me watching your YouTube channel your youtube channel and me just sat there reacting
0: very meta indeed but yeah so i'm gonna actually as soon as we finish today I've, i know a piece of software that i'm gonna put on my mac and and try out because i've been struggling using obs over the last few well I, I gave it a little spin run a few months ago and it was okay i enjoyed myself doing it but i didn't really have the tech to take full advantage of it but I'm now hopefully going to get something from Dean, uh, one of the hosts over at Mac and Forth. He's sending me a capture card, so I will hopefully be able to use my DSLR and get a better image of myself, if all goes well. And if that works, then maybe a little bit of lighting and, and, and use this piece of software and, and stream to Facebook and YouTube.
1: You've got to, to be one of those who has LED light. I can see it now. I've already you, got that. You're going to be nice and sharp in the focus. Your backgrounds be nicely blurred for a depth of field, and then you can have some like mood lighting. No,
0: what I was was thinking is getting a green screen and just putting that. Oh,
1: god, he's become a sallow. It's no, it's
0: easy. So, you just get a cheap green screen, like 30 40 quid from from Amazon, a little one that pops out, and then the software does all the hard work.
1: Mimo Live, by the way, was a brilliant bit of software. You have to pay for it, but it's a little bit more easier than.
0: Uh, this one I'm going to look at is Ecamm Live so I've got to check that out after we finish here but uh, well we need to um, get on with the show I guess I mean it's only been nine minutes so I'm sure we should go there we
1: are see there our listeners you've got 21 minutes to fill and we're not going to have it we won't be doing any feedback because number one we haven't had any so I'm wondering where Sunhill Plod is are you okay if you're out there normally you're our Star Wars of providing us some feedback have we had any feedback by via the anchor app there, Carl?
0: No, no, nothing this week or last fortnight. So, um, come on, guys. Well, we've got the we've got everything we
1: need. We've got Becky Lynch, WWE. <laughs> um, what was the other thing? The Netflix, and I'm going to tag in Solar Opposites, which is a new animated series by the people who do Rick and Morty. If those hashtags don't get us at least one new Twitter <laughs> follower, then you know, we can't be any more on trend.
0: Oh dear, we're still only at what fourteen or whatever it is. Uh, if
1: I knew how to find out.
0: Um. See, what scares me is I bet we have had some communication, <laughs> and you've just totally missed it.
1: No, I've got alerts set up and everything. I've I've been. I mean, on the YouTube. Well, okay. On Twitter.
0: Why have we got fifteen followers then?
1: Breaking news. We've, <laughs> see, what we've done there, Carl, is we've just broken through the glass ceiling.
0: <laughs> what? What on earth are you? <laughs> I don't oh understand
1: Tweetbot. If I'm completely honest with you, Carl, well, I, stop I know that will am to use but something I,
0: else. It, but it's
1: it's what Wirecutter is saying. What Wirecutter says goes, apparently, because they are the gurus.
0: Anyway, um, Sunhill Plod did talk to you because he says, "Yes, what oh, you're talking about." I'm I'm glad. I'm so glad that you're my social media manager, Mark. I'm so glad. I at that discussion. The last
1: thing I've got was. <laughs> um Was when we covered he, Afterlife.
0: Yeah, and that was it. That was between the last show and this show, so that counts. Ah, so.
1: right. So we have had some feedback. I <laughs> might want to put an edit point in there. Uh, so I was talking about how Afterlife 2 I thought was a quite refreshing sort of comedy sort of, you know, it's comedy, tinged with a bit of happiness, a bit of sadness, and Sun Hill Plus says, yes, watched it all over a couple of nights, got to say, I liked it, however, the last series was funnier, this series was very sad, but is that is the storyline after all, and um, I think I partially agree with that, but I think you notice it's more sadder because you, I think, with the first series, you're expecting Ricky Gervais to be coming out and doing some sort of deep character, where, you know, this guy's pretty much wanting to off himself. Um, I, I remember once, Carl, I, opened, I did a podcast with you and I started off with some bad news and you shut me down completely saying, you can't start your podcast sounding all funky and fresh back in the day. Funky and fresh? as anyone said, Jesus, I'm old. I wouldn't use the word peeps. You can't start a podcast with bad news, yet this goes in with a guy who's lost his wife and is trying to commit suicide. So it made me seem perfectly cheery. But, but it's not yes. a
0: podcast, so that's why. You don't listen to... <laughs> You listen to a programme for the story, you don't listen to a podcast for the story.
1: Unless it contains Susie Lou. Well. We're going to keep pushing it out, we are going to trend one day, Carl.
0: Right, yeah, okay, whatever.
1: But we, we were, though, almost going to be on trend, because on the last show we were both going to look at a Netflix film.
0: Mm. So do we want to do the story, or do we want to do the review first? What one do you want to do? I'm easy.
1: Let's do the story first, and then we'll, we'll tail off the end with extraction.
0: Well, okay, so uh, as as many people know, Disney Plus is now live here in Europe after much delayed, and of course one of the biggest shows on Disney Plus was The Mandalorian. Now, I'm not sure where it's up to currently on the British release, because they're doing it weekly, even though it's available in its entirety in the States, but they're still plodding along. It must be coming to the end soon if it's not reached it already. But now they're already working on season two and there's some casting news and some other various bits of news that might, might, um, what the second episode, season, sorry, is going to contain. And one of the biggest things, biggest rumours, it seems like Boba Fett's going to be making an appearance.
1: The is well, he something like the most talked about character that's had the least amount of screen yes. ever? And then they shoehorned him in yes. to the to episodes one, two, and three. It's like, oh, there's a good merchandising opportunity.
0: You're right. I mean, strangely enough, the character went out like a punk as well. So down it, the, was,
1: down, it Oh, spoilers, everyone! Spoilers. He fell down the Scarlet Pit.
0: Yeah. So, but from from he's he's always got. I don't know why he. I think it's just the mystery of that character and in fact he hardly said anything uh the fact that he captured han solo he didn't really do much and I, i've never really worked out why he is such a fan favorite apart from he looks cool that's it <laughs> a cool mask that was it a cool helmet that was it
1: well i was gonna say it's one of the last characters we haven't had a backstory because you know oh in there is there is, is in books
0: books and yeah. comics and stuff
1: Oh, God, we're not going to go down that route. Well, you haven't enjoyed the film unless you've read the book. Well, no, because that, that was
0: all part of the expanding universe. And, of course, Kathleen Kennedy, in her ultimate wisdom, said, oh, no, we don't need any of that. And then a few years later, she went, well, it's not as if we can pull on a vast array of stories from an expanded u- – Oh.
1: <laughs> a, a universe. A <laughs> yeah. never expand, ex- expanding, ex- oh, never-ending expanse woman is of useless
0: as a, as, as a head of well, that. Well,
1: No. You take that back, Mr. Madden, you sexist, misogynist dinosaur, because we are getting an all-star female um, Star Wars universe, apparently. How would that work? You you just swap out all the characters and make them female, I think. No, 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 but you no.
0: said you said an all-female universe. Ah,
1: uh, no. Um, oh, what was the word I meant? Not universe. Yeah, I see where the... Well, I know this would work, because if we look at Clone Wars, we yeah. could clone them.
0: That's true that's true
1: although thinking about clone wars if all the clones were made from boba fett why are they all so useless
0: well that is another that is another story point yes as well um in fact when when the same boba fett is going to appear they're also going to get the actor to i think his name's tamura morrison to to play to play uh boba fett now he originally played Django fett in attack of the Clones. so but obviously Boba Fett was in that, but as a child, but he was, and all clone warriors were a clone of Django Fett. And this was why originally, when The Force Awakens came out, and it was revealed that Finn was a stormtrooper, there was lots of like, well, hang on a minute, why? Because it shouldn't he be a clone of Django of Django Fett. And every and somehow that got like warped into a discussion about racism and, and stuff like this and all it was was people were confused because the guy who played jango fett was a hawaiian or something i can't remember where he came from to tell you the truth um but um uh, yeah so it was it was like that was a, a big talking point and another story completely made up by the media about how bad people were who liked star wars because they're all racist and stuff like this but it just turns out it was just they were all meant to be clones um because the problem was here's the here's here's the reason why clones worked and and real people don't in those situations. I know it's a movie; it doesn't really make much much difference either way. Is when you've got your heroes, oh, gleefully blasting away huge amounts of stormtroopers. If you don't attach that they are actually kidnapped children who have been brainwashed and turned into soldiers, it doesn't feel as bad when your heroes like murder them. <laughs> once you know that they're there all against their will it kind of takes the edge off it and it's kind of funny because you got um finn at the start of uh, the force awakens he breaks his programming uh and then in the rise of skywalker they find that other group also broke their programming so it's not actually 100 percent effective so that means all this time the glorious rebellion have been killing potentially killing people who don't want to be fighting oh
1: blimey that puts a dark twist <laughs> exactly. on it exactly
0: it? which is what the problem is by my humanizing the stormtroopers you can't you can't have it both ways because at the start he goes oh i don't want to kill anyone literally <laughs> literally five minutes later he's blasting all his friends with with a thai weapon uh, cannon um it's 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 a weird choice shall we say
1: and I'm, and, this might be, and I'm starting to get burnt out with the, look, there is an army, but I can dodge every possible shot. I'm starting to, maybe I need to watch less sci-fi, but I'm starting to get a bit burnt out with those sort of scenes where there is no, oh, what did I see the other day? Uh, Westworld. That was it. This is what pushed me over the edge.
0: Oh no lasers um, in that, I, surely. Sorry? There's no lasers in that, surely.
1: And there's gunfire and sort oh. of, you know, gunplay sort of thing. Now, imagine you're on a bridge, Carl. You've got a few cars dotted around for cover. Uh-huh. right? You might be a sort of um android or a cyborg android. And you've got to make it from one side of the bridge to the other. But standing in your way on the other side are about half a dozen, a dozen trained special ops with guns, with masks, with aiming sights, everything like that. What do you think your probability of not getting hit by a bullet would be? About zero?
0: Fairly, fairly small, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, in 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 Westworld, they just decided, nah, she can I'm uh, not going to rip off the critical drink here. It'll be fine. She can miss all the bullets. <laughs> and then the times that you do, she did get shot. You didn't even see like the leather jacket with a bullet wound in it. Well, um, it, and-
0: yeah, ex- it, well, that's the best one. Problem with of modern day storytelling, they want to excitement, and you can't have you can't have the action, the hero or heroine getting shot because it kind of ends the story right there and then.
1: Well, I, if I was brave enough, I would do a review of Westworld season three, but I'm glad it's over because it's. Um, there's one scene we will get onto the review in a minute. There, <laughs> there was one scene where a family's if you haven't seen it a family gets blown up and there's a survivor and i'm thinking please 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 don't do a cliche terminator crawling out the car shot and they did and i just went well you can tell it's one of those series where it's more like they wanted to show a tech demo and the sort of story intertwined that you have one you have one part you had one episode before where they had a nicely choreographed fight scene and then in the finale there's another fight scene and oh my god it was bad mm. it was so many jump cuts it was just bad <laughs> so it's a few spoilers there if you're listening to west if you, uh, Westworld. and if you've watched west what was your thought about it i there's so much i don't like about it but it had a little bit of promise as well as things and now I can't balance it off with Better Call Saul because that's finished as well now for this season.
0: Yeah, I, I like Westworld season one. I sort of lost interest in season two, so that's why I'm struggling to finish it. So I don't know.
1: Season, season two suffered from what we, for enough, what we complain about is going too far trying to be clever and tell a story. And you know what? We're just going to get to the end of this Fred. but let, it's like star wars it keeps bringing in a new character right when it doesn't need them just it doesn't it doesn't need another diversity hire just let the story play out
0: i always thought it was funny when they thought they were being really clever in Westworld with the time jumps and things and yet the entire virtually the entire audience was onto them by about the second episode <laughs> and it was and it came out like cuz they were trying to like save face and the people were saying no 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 it's nothing like that and of course they knew that they people had already guessed what the the surprise reveal was by the second episode um but it just goes to prove how much it's it, it just goes to prove sometimes how much hollywood writers and stuff think their audience is dumb
1: i, I will admit it, it it took me a few episodes to work it out but I didn't spoil it because I enjoyed the fact that I know what this is about. And for me, I actually engaged because I wanted to see how the story was told and how the character developed. And I, no, I, yeah, right. people guessed it. Yeah. That didn't spoil. Uh, um, no, no, it wasn't with it at all.
0: It didn't spoil it because you still didn't know what the journey was. You you knew, you might've known where it was going to end up, but the journey was the entertaining part of it. Whereas sometimes if you can guess the twist, you don't care what the journey is because it's so obvious. Um, But, you know, sometimes... I mean, you can watch, for example, Sixth Sense. I still enjoy kind of watching Sixth Sense because you can look for all the things that you might have missed the first time round when you didn't know what the twist was at the end, for example. Of course, unfortunately, the twist is now that that poor sod, the director, can't make a film because otherwise people go, well, there was no twist at the end. Or if there was, he goes, ah, you're looking for the twist and you can normally work it out while it is because it's normally set up within the first, 20 minutes of the film but um it's it's i can i can sympathize with some directors and writers uh just not all of them um but uh yeah it's good i mean there's a lot of good tv on there's a lot bad tv on um in fact we're going to talk we're actually going to do a review this week of a netflix movie called extraction it's been out a while now uh chris helmsworth is to star this and it took me a long time to get round to watching this, about a month after it was released. I don't know why. I don't think they, Same. Don't, I don't think they did their advertising very well for this one. Um, I'm not sure why. So they need to, I think they need to learn how to advertise their movies better because when The Irishman was coming out on Netflix, they, that was on bus stops and you know the sides of buses and everywhere. But I didn't see anything for Extraction.
1: No, it, it was one of those things where I suppose living in the, the streaming age, you do get a bit of sort of blindness because you're seeing the new hotness on Netflix. And I'm sort of more scrolling down, trying to find the last thing I watched to actually finish the thing. And I don't know why they keep moving that feature, but it was there. It had Chris Henworth in and you think, oh, OK, there was nothing that pulled you in. There was even even the plot synopsis, which I did have up on my screen here a second ago.
0: Well, there's no trailer. I mean, maybe, maybe the way they did it is via social media, which is po- very possible because I don't interact that much on social media. Media, so there'd be a good reason why I wouldn't have seen any of it. But you know, I mean, I would imagine they want to get the trailer out there as far as possible rather than just sticking it on, because <laughs> you know, Netflix put the trailer on with the thing. So, but if you're not interested in the thing, you'd have no reason to click the trailer. So,
1: no, I mean, even, even the synopsis, which is, Tyler Rake is a fearless black market mercenary with nothing left to lose when his skills are solicited to rescue the kidnapped son of an imprisoned international crime lord. But in the murky underworld of weapon dealers and drug traffickers, an already deadly mission approaches the impossible, forever altering the lives of Rake and the boy.
0: You're never going to get that movie voice guy job no, with that. You, you need to like work on it a bit more. You can't do it with that accent, I don't think.
1: I, 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 I should actually do a YouTube channel where I'm just doing reviews in my Bristol accent. You should...
0: <laughs> actually, yes, you should... There should be a YouTube channel, I, I don't know if it exists, where you get the, the trailer with the movie voice guy, you take that out, and you do it in your regional accent. I think that would be entertaining. <laughs> in a well, in we a, get to in a world. On, give, me, give me the thing. In a world, <laughs> just in your most dramatic reading...
1: <clears throat> in a world...
0: <laughs> I seen that would work. I think. In a fearless black market. I think you need to do at least one as a proof. With of concept. nothing left to
1: lose, your skills are solicited.
0: I think you need They're to do and- You need to do one as a as a proof concept. I reckon.
1: If we get to twenty Twitter
0: followers count, we we will do that. No, just do it anyway. I just I think it will be an interesting thing. I can't. I, I could trying. do. I, was- I could do the London Londoner version. You know, so. in a world a what. <laughs> all right. Where's my oyster, card my old cockle? Ah, uh, yes, that's it. Anyway, yes. So stars Chris Helmsworth. There, uh, there,
1: there was a there was a segue that Family Guy would have been proud of. <laughs> uh,
0: directed by Sam Hargrave, his first actually directing job. He was the stunt he was the stunt man for Captain America for all the Marvel films, and I think he's now just a general stunt coordinator over there on the Marvel films. Uh, it was written by Joe Russo, one of the Russo brothers who done the last two. Well basically, the, yeah, the last two uh, Avengers movies, uh, written, apparently, while on the set of Avengers. Uh, and that's when Chris Hemsworth and Sam Hargrave got interested in, in doing this show. Um, again, as, as Mark stated, nothing particularly stands out about this movie from the, the uh, synopsis. But the actual... As,
1: I would say, as a film, it's a bit of a, a flatliner, adrenaline, flatliner, and then a bit meh. <laughs> if it had four, if it had the fable four acts, because you start off there's three a boy, acts.
0: Yeah. Where are you getting four acts from? That's from like plays and like Shakespeare and stuff. Is it? Yes, I thought I just made it the up. The free no, you know? the three act thing is normally the beginning, the setup. so so you introduce your characters then the third second act is normally the the event so it's whatever they have to do whatever they have to do whatever the mission is and, and and build up to the point where you know it could all go horribly wrong at the end or it could you know get as far as possible and then the third act is normally the culmination of the entire story the actual solving of the problem that's the free act the basic free act movie setup
1: all right, but what about the post-scene credits?
0: Well, they don't count. They count as the third act, <laughs> normally.
1: <laughs> oh, 3.5. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're doing the third and a half act then. It's, it starts off sort of quite a bit... It, it takes its time to get going because there's a boy going to school, there's a girl he likes, he's got friends, blah, blah, blah. And then... After, so it, Man it's on got fire, a strict,
0: basically. Yeah.
1: He's got like a strict sort of household. He's got to come straight home from school. We're not told why. He then goes out for a party. And then, holy moly, do we realize, oh, this ain't pulling no punches because there's four kids there and they get shot. (laughs) And and it's not pulling any punches. It's not like camera cuts away and you hear three, three gunshots. No, 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 no. You, you, you are watching. Well, this hell, stuff, let's right? not
0: go into. Sp- I know you're, you've strayed into some spoilers there, but let's keep spoilers aside for now, and let's just that, talk that's, about.
1: That's the first part that's of the, the first setup. Out. Yeah, it's okay. Yes, that's the setup. So we're introduced to the uh, the mercenary who's, you know so chilled out. Uh, can we talk about that scene of the cliff, or do you not? No, I mean that's what I'm
0: saying. So it's just like what are your thoughts on the entire film, and then we'll go into details when we get into spoilers.
1: I think if I'm going to be honest, it peaked too early. And then the bridge scene, I was (laughs) starting to go. So you've
0: just done it again. Stop saying spoilers. It's no good. It's a scene. Yes, but you've said where it's set. So if you say there's a scene set here, then everybody who watches it after the fact knows that when it gets to that scene, they need to watch out or know what's about to happen. Right. I would genericise this. Good word. I think you made it up, but good word. (laughs)
1: Man shoots other men, and they shoot back.
0: Same action sequence.
1: Oh God, they were we actually the first action sequence was probably one of the best action sequences I've seen in a long, mm-hmm. long time. That actually made me sit back and go, "Holy crap!" And <laughs> I, I was in my, oh yeah, I was on sofa at the time, and it's one of those things where I actually found myself leaning forward and really getting into it because the way that it was all put together, just. Blew my mind, and then towards the end of the film, I felt like the last sort of penultimate action scene. I don't know what happened. It just didn't seem to gel, and maybe they'd used up all the creative stuff on the first one, but on the second one, I just really I was like a little bit more generic. Yes, yes, and the the bits in between the character development was there really a character development arc there? Mm. Not that I sort of recall. Well,
0: a little one. But,
1: but it, it just seemed to be filler. It was. I think it's like well, I've got I've got these ideas for a stunt scene and an action scene. Yeah. But we've got to make like YouTube. We've got to hit an hour and a half. Whereas YouTube, we got to hit ten minutes. What <laughs> can we possibly do to stream this out a little bit?
0: You see, I don't. Know. I I'm not sure. I totally agree with that because it's. Firstly, it's a two hour movie, but. Uh, I just want to put that in there, Mark. But... Oh,
1: hello. Uh, hello. You're listening to the Mr. Pedantic Podcast.
0: Well, if you, based on what you said, purely, that's why I said it. Um, <laughs> now, I, so, so to me, this was a classic action movie it knew what it was it didn't try to be something else it didn't pretend to try and be something else it didn't try to be a drama really it just knew what it was it knew it was action it knew it was set pieces and it knew it had to move quickly from one to the next to the next to the next to a culmination and it didn't tie itself down with too much political nonsense it just said right here here's the here's here's the situation that's what needs to be done here And this is how we're going to try and get there. And I just thought it was, I thought I loved it. I loved it for what it was all the way through. It's an action, it was a set action piece. Now, there were originally, I believe this, originally linked play to play the Chris Helmsworth position was Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: Oh, I, I, or, I have mixed feelings on that.
0: Yeah, or Bruce Willis. Now, firstly, bless him, he's still more fitter than I am. Arnold Schwarzenegger could not pull off this role
1: No, not a chance.
0: Without so many cuts, you would not believe, right? Because he just doesn't, he's just too old. He's just, you know, body can't take it. Bruce Willis has given up a long time ago. Now he just turns up, gets his paycheck, and goes home again. As far as I can tell, whenever he's in a movie, all he's doing is playing Bruce Willis. I mean,
1: he likes his director dvd stuff doesn't he he? Does. He, can, he, he he can still pretend that That's, he's a bit of an indie darling
0: he, i don't know what's happened to him i don't know what happened in his private life to make him go like this but he just does not care and you can see it come through in every single thing he plays now but the fact that i went with chris chris hemsworth now he's young well he's not that young actually but he's he's still fit he's like got a, you know a good physique and everything for the, for an action hero and because the director is, was a stunt coordinator they apparently uh behind the scenes stuff the guy would sometimes just grab the camera off the cameraman and get in tight on the action because he was a stuntman and he didn't care about what happens so you get some fantastic breathtaking um action pe- set pieces in this and the camera's right in there and you can see there's chris doing his stunts you know, um, a lot of the time, okay, they could have used CGI to put his face onto a stuntman. They can do that really well nowadays. But the act, I, that, I, mean, I wouldn't
1: have taken anything away from no. it because the, the way that it's all cut together and pieced together, and I'm, I'm no film expert, but you know, I've, as I said to you before, before the show, I've watched a little bit on YouTube on how to do transitions and stuff like that. But the way this was cut and put together, like I genuinely thought it was one take. And because I was, I was enjoying it. And then I'm going, holy, this is so good. I'm sort of really getting invested. And it's that weird thing of when you watch a movie to enjoy it, and then you want to watch it because you want to know how it's done. I was on that that, that fence of, this is just, a, I thought it was amazing. The, the action sequence at the start was probably one of the best I've seen. I'm going to go in at least a decade.
0: Well, let's let's move from non-spoilers to spoiler area now. Now, unfortunately, I haven't got a sound effect for this, I'm looking through, and I'm um, I'm trying to find Can we something to do a that- voiceover. <laughs> what?
1: Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert!
0: See, spoiler yes. that'll do. So we are now in spoiler territory. So if you haven't seen Extraction um, and you don't want spoilers, stop now until you've actually watched the, the movie itself. But uh, I've got no, I've got nothing. Nothing. that could be a spoiler. Alert. Damn it! Anyway, so yes, so there's a massive sequence in this. Film about just over, well, probably around halfway mark, maybe just before the halfway mark, where it's 11 minutes and 30 seconds of continuous action, and it goes from a foot chase to a car chase to a foot chase to a car chase. It is absolutely insane how they do it, and it's obviously not one take, but it's put together as is one take, and it is breathtakingly done. It's good. My mate at work. He doesn't. He likes movies, but he doesn't really understand how they're put together from a technical point of view. And he swore to me before I'd seen it, and he had seen it, this was one take. I was, I was going, well, possibly, but then I saw it, and I right, they says, not one take.
1: Well, Daredevil sort of set a bit of a trend for that, wasn't it? Yes. Remember, it like season was, one and two.
0: Yeah, it was and, one take apparently in the in the corridor. Yeah.
1: Because then it became like the trope was like, oh, can they beat the hallway? Can they beat the hospital? And It it sort of, it was great the way they did. But this is, I mean, this isn't just like running down the road. They're doing left and right turns. There's none of this stuff that I hate where they're going through a door and then, not hate, but in reality TV, I have a dislike for it. Where they go through the door, then the camera's on the other side. No, this camera is basically right on the shoulder. Of this guy he burst through doors and then it looks up and then you see like people coming in at all different angles and it's it's so I don't want to use th- three-dimensional yeah, yeah, without no it is
0: it's <laughs> totally flying around it's like um the actions that the mass master- the famous shot uh the one camera shot from children of men where the camera's coming in the car going out the car going around the side of the car going back through the car it's it's amazing how they how they do it i'm sure there's there's, it's bound to be a video on youtube somewhere about showing them showing people how they did this this sequence and it is, is fantastic. The fact, the fact that... And there's there's some really good stunts in it as well, like some like shocking moments like where... They uh, still do the old trope where someone's in the road and then a car will just yeah. hit at full speed, even though you think, well, doesn't the driver ever think to put his <laughs> brakes on a little there, bit? There
1: was a good fake out with that, though, because you sort of saw that coming and then, you know, one of the characters gets a bit of a, gets a bit of a knock. He got flattened. <laughs> and you think, okay, right, tick, we've done that. And then, boom. Yeah. Not long after that, the other guy. Went, oh, okay, you've got my attention back again. And it was also nice the fact that the there was no magical bandage. There was no, I'm going to go to a doctor who's actually a bear, and he's going to give me horse tranquilizers, and I'm going to run around oh, like everything's funny. fine. They actually played those injuries through, and there's there's a gruesome shot of the nose. Oh,
0: oh, oh, don't! I just I'd forgotten about that. Damn it. it
1: it's, and again, that's a love, and that's a nice slow burn uh, scene after the fight. And he just, I, I, know it's one of those moments of like, oh, I'm, 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 just gonna no. pick up my cup of tea at this point.
0: No, yeah, uh, no, I didn't want no. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> there's certain things that I don't like to see, and that was one of them. But yeah, I mean, on, and then of course it didn't go for your typical happy ending either. It went on an ambiguous ending, shall we say? Well, um,
1: you had the, you had the woman who was she his partner was she oh no not that's really... not
0: the ending I meant I meant when no the no kids...
1: I, yeah I'm, I'm building I'm I'm building up to that because there's a few other plot points like you know he's obviously he's 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 a maverick well he's not a maverick he just doesn't care like for example when the first establishing which was his arc? was um yeah the establishing scene was the there's a guy throwing pebbles over a high ledge and he's going, blimey, it takes, you know, about what, 15 seconds for the poem to, be? and he says, oh, it's about this far. And then, you know, the, the Chris Henworth character just literally gets up, jumps off the edge of the cliff. And then he's doing blimmin meditation at the bottom mm. of this plunge that he didn't know so. if he was going to die with. I thought, you oh, know, okay, oh, God, please don't be cut out cliche character, but he did have, um, an arc. The, the thing about the boy having cancer, I don't know because what happened to the wife? I can't remember that bit. So there was a lot of, yeah, we need to make him a little bit emotional and he's got to have a reason not to care. Whereas if you go into Morrison's, people don't seem to care at all if they breathe down your neck. But well, it was a,
0: a death storm. wish for him, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah. Get. The mission was a death wish. And as he's doing the mission, he realizes he's got to try and save this person so he can't, he has to try and protect the kid as much as he can. So he can't just go totally insane and he has to take a more steady approach to it towards the end but at the end he still makes what is, well we think there's a possibility that he made the old you know the ultimate sacrifice we don't know because then you get that last scene and it's well, hang on know, we've, we've got to, ambiguous before we
1: get to that last scene yes which is ambiguous um so what what did you think about like the you know the, the one another good standout scene is where he's trying to get the boy and he's being held hostage and he's just stood there with guns being pointed at him
0: well I, and, again
1: I, I actually thought it was quite a tense scene.
0: It is. It is tense, but you know, again, it's a scene that you've seen a hundred times before, um, but they still do it in a, and it's, they still do it in a unique way and very quick, and and, it, and the actions really hold you. Um, but of course, you know, the reality is nonsense. But it's, it's, and also the way they set up some of the bad guys as well, like the bad kid, um, who who uses his guile to to get out of a tricky situation um and then the actual bad bad person says well okay you're you're obviously quite intelligent so now give me your fingers <laughs> you think oh <laughs> so
1: oh yeah there was that whole subplot of um again this this story there's one scene again spoiler alert
0: we've where, done the spoiler so alert th- we're in spoiler alert territory all right, okay.
1: the, the the scene where we are dropping, jumping around all over the yes, film here are. so you don't yet yeah, so that that scene of where he just throws a boy off the side of a building. Yeah. that. and I thought, are oh, you thinking, okay, one of them's going to crack. And with no, th- no thinking at all, he grabs an eight year, old one of the main protagonists who wasn't quite developed. So we could see him coming back for a sequel cause there, there allegedly may be one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He just grabs an eight year old boy. and says, right. None of you are going to tell me the truth. I'll start throwing you off the top of the building. And he does. And it's it that scream and then the thud. Mm-hmm. And then there's an aerial shot. And it's like, oh,
0: even I, I was. That, that's, that's what I'm saying. They're setting up their bad guys in a way that I haven't seen for a very long time.
1: And I, and I hope. Although they that scene see-
0: in particular, actually, that whole scene where they got a group of people and they're trying to find out who had done something, so they, they kill someone and said, well, that's actually lifted. There's a very close, similar scene to that in Schindler's List as well and which made me think well, that's a weird connection i just made then but uh yeah there's a scene very similar to that in in Schindler's list
1: and it it's the a little bit was signposted because uh one of the boys has to cut off two fingers and the ends and ends up cutting off one because the 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 main, main bad guy, who really doesn't do a lot other than just sort of seem to eat food. No,
0: yeah, exactly. He's a totally useless bad guy. But you think, well, how do you get your power? How did you do this? How did you you get up to that rank that everyone's scared. scared of you?
1: I'd be more scared of the guy who was throwing children off him. <laughs> Precisely. I, yeah, I'd want an implant on him or an Aspo collar <laughs> just to keep him under control. Something I'd like tase him with. To keep I him do. I
0: do. You do wonder that sometimes when you see the big huncho and you think, well, you're not intimidating compared to your henchman. So what's going on there?
1: And I did like the fact it was a very nice, sleazy, stereotypical, I can actually imagine someone like that doing something like that. There was no sort of guy in a suit. It was... good character placement for him then
0: so lastly what is your interpretation of the final shot
1: so this is after the bridge scene that i have a few issues with because it was very much the star wars can't hit a barn door but suddenly whilst running and having a broken arm broken leg shot many many times i can still move like a sniper that was the that bit went on a bit too long uh, that is obviously a very, very big, very planned set piece. And I'd, maybe because the first action scene, it sort of fatigued me a bit. I wasn't as engaged. But th- that last scene mixed.
0: I'm yeah, but what, did, what hoping... was your interpretation of that last scene? Was it him or wasn't him?
1: I want to say, I hope it is him. But the other part of my brain going, forget all the bullet holes. Forget all the shots forget everything like that, the guy fell into a river in India, probably the most diseased (laughs) thing
0: you could ever swim While bleeding.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, exactly, whilst bleeding. If it had just been the bullets, I could have knocked that off. Broken leg, knocked that off. But man alive, I mean, what sort of shots would you have had to have to survive that?
0: uh, Yeah, well, there is that. There is that. I mean, I think it is him, only because we now know there's a sequel coming. So, yes. I mean, it could have just been a dream sequence from the kid, maybe. Um,
1: oh, let's not do that.
0: No, exactly. Let, let, let,
1: let's not do... Th-
0: exactly. There's no... The, but, you know, I, I don't know. I don't even know they filmed... I don't even know that he's Chris Hemsworth sitting there, so... But uh, well, also, so what would be the reason? What would be the reason for him coming back and sitting there? I, I don't know, but...
1: And why would he be wearing a flat cap? <laughs> <It's> just...
0: <laughs> That's
1: but, what I noticed the first thing. It's like, all right, he's got his arm in a band. I'm thinking... I don't think flat camps are native to the lands of India or are to, they?
0: To be honest with you, I don't think it has it's it's to be is anything. I think they just put it in there to be uh objectively, you know, unknown what's going on at the end. It's just something to leave you thinking about it, like it has for a lot of people, because it—I saw it on various social media things. Like, is it him? Is it him? And my mate at work says, "Is it him? Is it him?" I—I I, I don't know. I don't—I don't think it matters. Um, it does now because they're probably going to do a sequel. But at the time, it didn't matter. But uh, yeah, so that's it. So like I say, I would ha- heartily recommend Extraction uh, if you like horror, if you like action genres. Uh, but bear in mind, it doesn't hold any, <laughs> it doesn't pull any punches. And some he winged ser-
1: a kid off the top of the building, so, and that was not the worst bit of the film.
0: Yeah. So if you don't like body horror and you don't like you know your action being too well realistic in certain situations, maybe it's not for you. But if you love your action genres it's 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 a great one and it's, it's solidified a film it solidified chris helmsworth as an action hero for me i think moving forward
1: De- yeah definitely i, I could see it because when you look at is what he says and what he does he's very there isn't much to comment about and i don't know if that's a good or a bad thing because if there's not much to comment about does that mean it was a bland performance or does that mean you've just gotten so in tune with the character that you've you've actually been able to sit there and enjoy the film
0: no, I mean, you can look back at, like, action films or action drama from the days of Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood never used to say much. He was a man of action. He used to, have, In fact, apparently, he used to have lines taken out of the script so he didn't have to say much. It's, you know, certain action heroes don't... Rambo never said that much. You know, you don't need action heroes to, to be much, you know, verbally wise. They just need to t- bring the goods when it comes to the action.
1: Final question for you. uh Then we, oh no, I know we've gone long. Surprise, surprise. Oh, yeah. What did you think to the ending of the the guy that he was initially fighting and then teamed up with? Were you surprised that he it ended the way it did for him?
0: I'm trying to remember how it ended for him.
1: Is when he's uh, when again major spoiler. He gets. Well, taken we aren't spoilers. We? Well, okay. So when so so. Chris Hemworth is fighting this bad guy. They then team up, which yes. you think, okay. But they do it in such a way that it's not Hollywood action. You feel, all right, it's a little bit contrived, but it's like, okay, you could see why.
0: Yes. Just. But how did you it have end? To give a, I, he got I was, shot. Yeah, I see it. That's, that's what, I thought you were trying to imply they were saying special. No, but no, it, no, it right. was just
1: the fact that, you know, should they have just wounded him and he could have no. been there? No, it was,
0: it was good because, like, he... He, he was doing things. He was. He was also doing bad things. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. That it, it, it was. Everyone got their comeuppance. Who needed? And he to did get, get taken
1: out in a way that was. There was no warning. It was just boom. Yeah. That was. And that was quite nice. Not glorifying violence, but it was the fact that there was no. Oh turn I'm around, for that argument. See the guy popping up through the car taking sight and then they do the slow motion turn around and he sees the bullet coming towards him before he realizes it's too late. It's like, "No, boom, you're dead, sunshine."
0: <laughs> yeah, so like I say, it's 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 a good action movie and it's on Netflix and if you have got an account, you can check it out anytime you want. But um I suggest checking it out as soon as possible. It came out 24th of April, so just over a just under a month and uh see it as soon as you can it's great I loved it I loved it if you like action films if you don't like action films don't bother because you will hate it but if you like action films check it out as soon as possible
1: I think that's probably one of the most one of the best reviews we've done last time we did a review it was Star Wars well
0: you can only go by the topic so (laughs) right. so that's the end of our show so uh, Mark if anyone wants to get in touch with us and give us their reaction to Extraction, Uh, where on earth can they do that
1: we're on the Twitter at watching underscore men and we'd like to get a few more followers because it's, it just gives us an, an enormous sense of well-being to know that I can write stuff when I'm not drunk on a Friday night and I forgot to do it after show. Carl's posted to show. So thank you to all 15 of you so far please like and retweet the show and also i believe they can leave us a message via anchor carl
0: yes if you want to download the anchor app uh find out our show on there and you can send us a voice a voice message which we will play out on the show itself if you so wish
1: and i think that'll do us any other places they can get hold of you carol
0: no that's it basically (laughs) (laughs) well there was an
1: opportunity to plug your other podcast but hey ho
0: what Oh, the Mac and Forth. Yeah, but that's that's Mac and Forth. That's that's talking about tech and stuff. And I'm, you know, Hopefully, we've got Windows listeners on this show as well. So,
1: And uh, maybe Android listeners.
0: And Android. <laughs> yeah, I always forget about Android. Most people do. But <laughs> <laughs> no, Get us out not... of here,
1: Carl. We're, we're digging ourselves in here.
0: Get us out of here. <laughs> so, uh, until we come back next week with some more nonsense that uh, we talk about and probably the uh, continuing saga of uh, Susie Liu, uh, until next time, everybody out there, please stay safe and... Be nice to each other.
1: Bye. Stay safe and wash your hands. Cheerio, everyone.